What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno. How are you this week? I'm doing all right. A little sleepy. A little, a little Sunday. Sleepy? Well, it's afternoon now, but it feels like yeah. Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning when we came over here. <laughs> when we started. When we started prepping prepping for today's recordings and all that stuff. So, In case you did not know, this is Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out Tuesday, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can catch those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch a video version on YouTube and Twitch if you want to... Follow us and be in, more involved in the show and our community. You can find us on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as joining our Discord channel. Uh, links for all that stuff is in the description below. Finally, if you are really loving and enjoying everything that we're preparing for you each and every week, then you can check out patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast was for as little as a dollar a month, one George Washington a month. You can support the show, and in return, we will give you a cool perk like getting the episodes early before the general Tuesday release and access to a private patron-only channel on our Discord server, Correct. the Rogues Gallery. You're also directly contributing to us making the show better, exactly. which is really what you should want more than anything else. Because right now, we're like trash tier, and we want to be I, like... I feel like we're better. kidding. <laughs> the show is not trash tier. Let's give ourselves some credit. We're, we're like, uh, what? What? Plastic wrap tier? What's right above sure. trash? Plastic wrap. I mean, <laughs> on the money making scale, the, the content scale. scale, and the you know, and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Platinum. platinum. Wait, what's that thing from um, Avatar? Unobtainium. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good, you can't have it. But so this is throwing me off. So I, I wanted to do a special thank you to everyone for sticking around with our episode last week on Stardew Valley. Again, that was not how I wanted those to sound, but. Mogan and I listened to it and we loved it. So uh, sorry for having to put up with. We love the content of it. Yeah, and not we the, felt not like we couldn't recreate quality. that. Yeah, yeah so we thank you have. for for uh, powering through that that audio. But we just thought the content was too great. But so hopefully we're trying out something new. Which uh, so I'm using a different recorder for today, other than through the thing. So hopefully that error won't happen again. So far so good. But it also is throwing me off because normally I hear a stereo mix in my headphones, and this time I'm hearing. Me in my left side and Mogan in my right side, and it's actually will throw me off a little bit more than normal. You know what's interesting? I just realized um, if that were the same on like my head, my own voice would be on the bad side, See, and so I like be, wouldn't so even be able to hear myself. <laughs> anything that would be a good thing <laughs> <laughs> so i'm used to doing this when i record this is what i use when i go and do uh, film shoots and everything video shoots and everything but it's and but normally i'm here listening to other people talk so it doesn't matter but hearing my own self talk and then trying to keep up with it, it's it's kind of messing yeah, it's, it's crossing some wires probably in my head. weird maybe we just will have to very carefully not talk at the same time yeah just talk over it. it's fine it's fine we'll get through it we'll power through because that's what we do here at team chat podcast but before we get into the main topic of today we do have to get our moment with Mogan for those news and updates of what is coming out soon and any other industry news that we feel like sharing. Well, there is very little coming out right now, but just in case you somehow missed it, Smash Ultimate did just come out for Boom. the Switch. Boom. So that guess was what? like... That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, that is what we're talking about today. But then we've got a couple of other things that just came out as well uh, for anyone that's not a fan of the Smash type. Just Cause 4 did come out on December 4th, so did both Persona 3 Dancing in Moonlight and Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight. Very cool. Uh, those came out respectively, for the PS4 and Vita, both. And, of course, very, uh, as of this episode's air date? Yes. December 11th? Is that yes. right? Next yeah, ne yeah. Uh, December 11th, Earth Defense Force 5 is out for the PS4. Coming soon, we have Insurgency Sandstorm for PC on December 12th. And then to close us out at the very end of the year, Firewatch is coming to the Switch on December 17th. Which really, I mean, it's a great game for any platform. So the more people that can play Firewatch, the better. It's a fantastic game. I'll probably get it now. Honestly, and because then, the Switch seems like a, bet, a good way to, to enjoy that game. So just one more uh, very important news update uh, coming off of our Stardew Valley episode. Mm. I kissed my boyfriend in a boat. <gasps> oh, my God. Elliot smooched me. He was like, hey, you want to get in this boat with me? And I was like, oh, God, Absolutely is he going to murder me? No. He, he was like, love. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. So I was sweet. like, yes. So We're not married yet because yet. I'm trying to get uh, the thing that you need in game to be able to propose mm -hmm. to people, but I'm working on it. Well, we are at maximum hearts. Well, maximum. And, until then, leave room for Jesus on that boat. <laughs> it's a very small boat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you better be trying extra hard. <laughs> 
All right. Well, before we get into the topic again, we do want to, as part of the show, as the main topic for the, today's show, is we wanted to do a quick recap of the Game Awards. Now, obviously, we don't. We're not going to go through, and we're not going to list every winner and every every winner and loser. Take you way too long. Take way too long. That should be an episode in and of itself. But you can go and check that stuff out online, obviously. Uh, but I did have some big. I watched the whole thing, and I did have some notes uh, that I wanted to run through. Just some quick, quick things that I picked up on. Uh, so we'll do that real quick. Uh, number one and big sad for me. Well, it's Christopher Judge did not win Best Performance for Kratos. Oh, ridiculous. Roger Clark won for Arthur Morgan from Red Dead 2. I'm going to go on ahead and say boo. I booed hard. Yeah, that that's one. a travesty. Like, Roger oh Clark God. is doing a great job mm. as Arthur Morgan. Now, granted, I am looking at it from the perspective of having finished God of War as opposed to not yet finished Red Dead 2. And Roger Clark's doing a great job as Arthur Morgan. I just don't – like, Kratos was so good, and Christopher D- Judge did such a good job. He's he's literally a godsend. That's an extra good joke if you had did watched you Stargate – because he's like an emissary of the gods. It's did you like see really the, I, I, get, I, I get what you're throwing out. But did you see what he what he like wore to the Game Awards? No. Did he oh wear his God. teal costume? No, he didn't wear his Aww. teal costume. But he wore this really cool because he he and the actor who who played um, Atreus oh. in the game they presented for an award that I'm now. Uh, that's totally fine. Just on. show me but the anyway, costumes. Uh, I don't care what they were actually doing. Oh, it wasn't a costume. It was just this badass suit. Well, uh, how does he even find clothes in his size? I don't know. He's like the most giant person ever. Come on. Images. Um, because it looked like this like cartoon like mashup of stuff. It's like it's like these faces. That's amazing. And he had like a, a ponytail and like longer hair and a nicely shaped beard. He's just wow. a massive man and I love him so Look much. Look at that tiny tiny child that's the, that's the traces actor girl who is that <laughs> uh sunny Suljic, i think is his name he or she is so small in the is image he... in comparison to to christopher judge that it's like i can't even oh, really no. see him and this is like one of the best moments of the of the show because they picked up they were going through and like obviously sunny has the the award here though the award winner for this, but they took a, po- a pause and he wasn't saying it. And it was kind of like awkward for a second. I was like, what's going on? Oh, then I was like, oh, I realized it's happening because the like, crowd started freaking out. And then uh, Christopher Judge goes, read it, boy. In <laughs> voice. And I was like, oh, that's my God, that's awesome. amazing. Uh, so anyway, I was trying to find any better pictures of it. I'll have to just go back and or just, that just watch segment. that segment. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, other notes. He's so that was fine, sad that he lost. Fine man. He is a fine, fine man. And he should have won. That is stupid. Uh, Beer McCreary lost best soundtrack to uh, Woody Jackson and Bill Elm for Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to go on ahead and say boo. I, I booed that pretty hard as well. Uh, oh, and that at, this, at this point in the show, I was like, Red Dead sweeping. It's happening. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, I will say, though, even though that I didn't agree that Red Dead should have won soundtrack, they did do a performance of Red Dead music, which was awesome. You should well, go. Yeah, every live performance is always awesome. No, but it was like <laughs> it was like really good. It was really, really good. So you should watch that. Uh, Return of the Oprah Din won mm. art direction like you <laughs> like you were wanting to happen. Good for them. Uh, Anthem continues to look impressive. They showed off another tra- uh, another story trailer for that one. It still looks really good. I'm just still worried about its similarities to Destiny. Uh, Chris Judge, read it, boy. Uh, best direction was God of War. Best action adventure was God of War. Now, at this point, I was like, okay, this might there might be a chance. Even though they still like kind of half mentioned that they even want that God of War won best in action adventure. They when they called Corey Barlog for God of War direction, they said it also won best action adventure. I was like, oh, so they're just skipping over this stuff. But at this point, Red Dead Who had also already won like four awards. So I was very concerned about this. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this isn't gonna happen. Um Let's see. Oh, Joker from Persona 5 coming to Smash oh, Ultimate. Oh, yeah, Challenger I saw Pack that. One. That's really funny. Uh, and then God of War, of course, won Game of the Year, which I yelled so loud. I'm I was not so surprised. happy. I was scared to death, though, because that red... Like, when Corey Barlog won for Best Direction and it, they said it won for Action Adventure, I was like, okay, there's a chance. But at this point, too, like I said, Red Dead had already won four awards. I was like, and the what had won bigger awards. Oh, man. That, or ones in everything. So I was like, oh, man, this isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it, but it happened, and I just could... I could not be happier. I mean, we both saw it coming, though, that it was going to be a total washout of just two games oh, sweeping yeah. what was essentially every category which I think really sucks. It does. And I feel like it makes the the awards less interesting. Well, because I got I was sad too that Assassin's Creed Odyssey got no love at yeah. all. Yeah. It's and like it's there an were and game. wait, did Celeste win indie game of the year? It, it did ha- win indie game. Oh, thank- no. wait, wait, what? Wait, hold on. I'm going to check. I'm going to double check. Oh my god, I'm Jared. Sure it, no, it, Jared. it did. It did. It did. Oh. Don't scare me like that, bro. I'm sorry, but no, it, it did win. I would have uh, rioted. Yeah, it won and uh 
Game Awards winners. I just need a list here. Here we go. Sorry, buddy. We should have had this listed out. Okay. Uh, this page will load. Game of the Year, Best Ongoing Game, blah, blah, blah. Game Direction, God of War, Best Narrative. Oh, yeah, because best Red Dead had won Best Narrative. It won Best Score Music. It won Best Audio Design. It won Best Performance. Mm-mm. So at that point, I'm like, yeah, so Best Indicated Game, oh, game so was Celeste. Oh, Celeste got Games for Impact and, and Indie Game. Okay, that's uh, really nice. Florence won Best Mobile. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so we are kind of just going through this. So, um, but yeah. Well, that, I mean, I... I I can't even really say that I get it because any AAA game like that is obviously going to be good. Right. And I think it's not necessarily a good reflection on... It's kind of the same thing with movies. Mm -hmm. How, like, the biggest ones always seem to win everything. And it's like, okay... How hard did you actually think that out? It feels like not a lot. It seems like the easy choice. Right. And it does just make me kind of bummed out. It does. But I was really happy to see, though, like I said, like Obra, that's why I pointed out Obra Din yeah. won, won Art Direction, which that's we cool. pointed out in our in our prediction episode uh, that we were like, hey, it really does have a really cool it's art got, style. It's got, yeah, so, so good for really them. that was really cool that it won and beat out God of War and all this stuff. So, I mean, it was pretty much a contest between those two, but it was still fun to watch because, I, honestly, I had no idea which way it was going to go after uh, when it got to finally game of the year. I'm not surprised that it was God of War. Yeah, I think of the two games, I think I think Red Dead is technically impressive. I think God of War is artistically impressive. And I think st- narratively and even though it didn't win narrative, I think narratively and artistically, I think God of War is a better game. Yeah. I think that's why it won. Um, okay, so any so th- these are some those those are like the big moments that I like the most. Some announcement of games that I was really excited for. Uh, Super Giant Games announced a new game, Hades, that that's looks pretty, like a return to form of Bastion. Yeah, it looks that's so awesome. damn good. Uh, and it's I think actually that's actually pronounced Hades. Hades? I don't yeah, think, no, I think, I think the ancient it is. Greeks would disagree I with think you. It is. But you can but Hades is actually out now for, for you can buy it for early access on oh. Epic Game Store. You can only play it on PC. I was so oh. I was so sad. Um, wow, what but a it's 20 bummer. Bucks, but you can go out and buy Hades now from Supergiant. And like I said, Supergiant makes fantastic games and it looks like a return to the more Bastion style of gameplay. Gotcha. Super excited for it. Yeah. But you are playing as as Hades. Like we're we just talking about Supergiant the other day and we were like Wondering what was going to be next? We were, I think. Yeah, we were. I don't remember was it why during we were talking about Was it during our live episode during Extra Life? Because uh, uh, Nick asked on the stream, he asked if which of the three games I like the best. Oh, yeah. So that might have been when we talked about it. Or we talked about it in Relaxing Games. Maybe. I'm not totally sure. No, either way, good um, for us. We called it. But so it looks really cool. And you, like I said, it's available now for early access on the Epic Game Store. Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, was announced and is coming out February 15th. It is taking up, it's a sequel to Far Cry 5 in the case that it takes up the story. I like how Far Cry does this because it's not an official sequel in that it's not a numbered game. Right. But uh, they did this with Far Cry Prime, with Far Cry 4 and Far Cry Primal where they released Far Cry 4, then not too much longer, they're like, hey, like within like this, about a year later, they release an- the Far Cry Primal. Which, again, Far Cry Primal is not a prequel. I mean, I guess it's a prequel in the sense of it is the, the prequel to man to modern man. But um, it took place on, like, the same map area. So it's like Karat from Far Cry 4 right. in, like, ancient Stone Age. Yeah, I got gotcha. This one is a sequel to Far Cry 5, but takes place 12 years after in still, like, Hope County, Montana, but it's post-apocalypse, post-nuclear fallout, I gotcha. basically. Uh, and it does look like from the trailer that the father from Far Cry 5 will be returning as a, as one of the villains. So okay. that's that's cool, even though I didn't like the villains necessarily of Far Cry 5. The father was still the best one, well, so it's yeah. good to see him coming back for it. Um, so excited about that. The Outer Worlds uh, is a new RPG coming from Obsidian, the makers of games such as Fallout New Vegas. And it is gonna. It looks to have a very strong Borderlands vibe, which resonated with me very well. They did tease the new Dragon I, I, Age. Hang on, real quick. I just want to say Outer Worlds is like just another way to say Borderlands. Come yeah, on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Think about that. It just, it's just wow. That's like pretty lame. Okay, I'm it not, looks a lot I'm of not fun, gonna though. write it off. I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, that's kind of a letdown. From the, right. Okay. <laughs> But it still looked like it was going to be a lot of What's fun. It looked next? like it would be very Fringe humorous. And stuff like that. That's a good game. Copyright that one right now. Fringe Games. That's for our game coming out in 20 years. In 20 um, years. We have a very long development turnover. <laughs> Dragon Age 4, or what we're assuming to be Dragon Age 4, now was announced. this I the was Dread pretty Wolf excited Rises. about. They yeah. showed nothing else, really, other than just like so, this like weird stone insignia statue thing with some voiceover. Very, uh, very mysterious as to what the game will actually be. 
be, but that at least has been teased. The Pathless. Now, this one is from the makers of Abzu. It looks very pretty, very fun. Yes. It seems to be based off of Asian mythology. Uh, from the trailer, had great music, beautiful art, fun, smooth-looking gameplay. I was very excited about this one. And I'm actually really uh, excited that they chose to announce it at the Game Awards because this very closely follows Abzu's release on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So because Abzu had just come out on Switch like a couple of weeks ago, I think as of the Game Awards, the timing is great because all of a sudden Abzu is back in people's minds and then they're like, oh, by the way, there's another one coming. I think that's good timing and, and smart marketing. Yep, so definitely. I'm excited for that. Uh, and then the other last one, even though I will say I am trashed here <laughs> at fighting games, most of them, I mean, even even though I love For Honor, terrible at it. <laughs> even though I like Smash, I'm not the greatest at it. We're, I'm better we're at, both bad. We're, we're not, <laughs> we're not my skills need improvement there. <laughs> and, but like when it comes to fighting games, I am terrible at, at especially Mortal Kombat. But... But they still announced Mortal Kombat 11, and I still got excited for it. <laughs> that's really interesting. I, I that's the one that I didn't see coming at all. Yeah, like I, didn't I, I hadn't even heard rumors that yeah. they were going to do another Mortal. I mean, of course, you assume that eventually they will. I just didn't know it would be it's now. Been a few years since 10. I guess so. But uh, but yeah, and I loved how they did it too because Ed Boon came out to announce the nominees for an award, and he said, "And the nominees are," and turned to look at the screen, and then they played the trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. And that's he, and funny. Then he was like. Oh, they showed the wrong video, but uh, Mortal Kombat 11, you know, and then he gave the nominee. It was a great moment. But so there were a lot of good moments. Overall, this was the best game awards show. No, you think so? I think so. It was last year. I remember it was about the same length, but by the time it ended, I was so bored. Did that same guy that was like really drunk or crazy? Yeah. The way out director. He did. He only showed up in like the pre-show stuff though, but he was there. They had a lot of big names. Uh, the, Two of the guys from Weezer were there. The Russo brothers, the Duffer brothers of, or yeah, Duffer brothers of uh, Stranger Things were there. Joel McHale introduced a nomination. Joel there was a McHale. whole from oh, community. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah I got gotcha. No, that was he does the soup now or did the yeah, soup after does. Chris Harvey? Yeah, he yeah. did. So, uh, so yeah, so a lot of big names Wait. and stuff. But the show just seemed to flow better. They had much better music. The music was better. Hans Zimmer was there. He, Sarah Shackner and Lauren Balf all did like this big, uh, the game awards theme and like a combination of medley of the game of the year nominees. Cool. Music So good. So there was a lot of great stuff. I thought, uh, the presentation of the show was so much better than any other year. Now, that's all really on that. Obviously, like I said, the winner's always the line. You can go see those are just my thoughts and feelings and opinions of it. Also though, you should check out because last Saturday, uh, the, which was the December 8th, Kind of Funny did the first ever Kind of Funny game showcase where they show, they showed off around 69 games that, or, or more, not necessarily <laughs> reveals. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're real mature. We're adults here. <laughs> but no, I giggled. Did they do it on I, purpose? I don't know, but be, I giggled at I that I really hope well. they did. That I, would I be could really see funny. them doing it on purpose. God, they're, but co- they're comedy guys. They are. They like it had a good to be laugh. On purpose. They got us giggling. <laughs> but they released more, either revealed new games or gave more information about upcoming releases for 69 games. Uh, and so I'm obviously not going to go through the full list there, but check that out. It was only an hour long if you wanted to go back and watch it. But one of the big highlights for me that I did see from this is that they released a new drink box announced through their showcase that they were releasing new skins and costumes for Guacamelee 2. One of which was Shirtless Arachnid Man. Shirtless Arachnid Which is a take <laughs> off of Greg Miller's Shirtless Spider-Man character that he was doing before the release of Marvel Sp- Spider-Man back in September. He was included in had like a little cameo in the Marvel Spider-Man game, but now he's a playable character as a new costume for Juan in Guacamelee 2. Look that up it's real quick. hilarious. T- type that in here and for me. His uh, Greg Miller's dog Portillo is now a Portillo re- a reskin is a skin for the chicken, which is hysterical it's, that they it's included amazing. the chicken. It's amazing, and that's, that's like so the biggest funny. thing. Plus, uh, the big game uh, Brandon on our Discord pointed this out, but the indie game hit The Messenger has a new DLC coming out yeah, as well. Yeah, that's so exciting. a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, Shirtless arachnid man. man. <laughs> uh, a lot of big stuff coming out. There we go. That is super fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And so it's uh, oh shirtless. It's, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. There it is. A There's lot a lot. Dudes. A lot of stuff came up. Oh, on I like Google. this search image. Why are all these other dudes coming up on shirtless arachnid know, man? But, I mean, I can't say I hate it. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, so here he is. There's Portillo playing, uh, fighting the skeleton. Look at him. So I obviously He's have so to go cute. back now and replay Guacamole 2 as Shirtless Arachnid Man and Portillo, so, because that's just too damn good. Oh my god, that's really funny. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What, what a great reason to go back and get Guacamole 2, oh, which I do still really want. You need to play it. It's so good. You I would need love both, it so much. Both the guacs, if you will. I'm sure they're, they'll sell a bundle if they yeah, haven't already. So. I'm kind of like one. waiting for one around the holidays. Oh, we'll see what so happens. It's so good. It's so good. But you know what also is really good and so good, and I loved and I'm loving it so far, and I want to talk about it more, which is what we're gonna do right now. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So good thing I took my teeth out, because otherwise that'd be really hard to say <laughs> so, for me. So you didn't actually remove <laughs> no, your I, teeth. No, I took all of my teeth out of my head. Oh <laughs> uh, man. But yes, yeah, so Super Smash Brothers Ultimate came out on December 7th. Actually, like it unlocked in central in the central time zone at 11 p.m. So as soon as the game awards ended, I had to wait like 10 minutes and then I could start playing. We're not even like 48 hours on, are we? Of what? Of Smash, of, of Smash being released. Oh no, wait, because it would have been Thursday night. Thursday night. So yes. yeah, we are like right. a little over two days at this point. This is Sunday morning when we're right, recording gotcha. this. And at, so again, caveat: this is our first impressions of the game, not the final review. Um, Mine is a final review. I, mean, I never <laughs> change my mind about anything. I mean, I gotta say though, like. We, I have the mechanics. I understand the gameplay. It's more of like there. I still need to flesh out the adventure mode a little bit more, the world of light. I need to play through that a little bit more. I need to unlock so many more fighters. Like, yeah. I think I have about 20 fighters, I think, at this point unlocked. I, and there are 76, 77. So, I mean, or there will be eventually after all DLC. So, yeah, I gotta, I've got to get to work on that. But yeah. for the most part, though, it's a crap load of fun. It is something (laughs) so i will go on ahead and preface this by saying smash has never really been my game Uh, i've always enjoyed it when i play it but it's not the kind of thing that i get hooked on um really the only fighting games that i've ever been that way with are tekken the tekken games are like where my fighting game mentality comfortably lives and has the most fun Mm -hmm. and in comparison to a game like Tekken, the mechanics and the gameplay of a game like Smash is just completely in in opposition right. to what like my brain is hardwired to know. And I think that because of that, I find myself mightily struggling with it mm-hmm. a lot. Like to the extent where it's only kind of fun for me because I'm like, wow, if I didn't suck so much at this game, I might like it more because I'm just so trash tier. Like I'm literal trash tier. Yeah. I'm really bad at I it. Feel but I feel good like, when I play computer opponents. I think if I ever actually bothered to sit down and practice and get good at it, I probably would enjoy it a lot more. But usually the only time that I have fun with any iteration of Smash is casual play with friends. Right. And your friends can't be tryhards because if they're tryhards, it's no fun. <laughs> just got to be a casual game you of Smash. just got to be just let's all just be scrubbed to your casuals and let's all just be real cool about it oh i really want to talking about fighting and competition and online win the other big moment for the game awards that i forgot sonic fox did win uh best esports player oh good and for he him. had a fantastic speech and everyone did he should really? go watch it it was great oh i want to it see so it good. sonic fox is a cool dude so yeah He's real it was nice. it was an awesome it was an awesome one it was like an awesome mo- uh, moment of the show and as well. if i'm not mistaken did actually overwatch win best esports yes. league good for them or i think wait did they just it won no it didn't win ongoing game because that was no not ongoing game i thought it won like the esports category i still got the list up okay sorry uh but anyway keep talking about like your yeah so anyways uh, i do just want to give a quick recap of kind of the development of smash ultimate because it is a little bit different than the way past games were made Mm -hmm. so uh the uh, icon of everyone who has ever played a smash game and really internet culture in general is um oh i I forget his first name hang on hold up is uh blah 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 masahiro Sakurai. So Sakurai-san, he's everybody's favorite. So it did win. It was Overwatch. Yeah, so yeah. Overwatch won best esports game, which is really fun. That I think really that's fun. super cool. Um, especially, I'm just glad League of Legends didn't get it. I, I gotta hate League. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Sakurai was the one who did Smash 4 on the Wii U. Okay. I think he also helped develop some of the 3DS Smash game, but who played that one, am I right? Mm. Uh, so anyways, when they initially started development on Smash Ultimate, I believe that began in like 2015 if i'm not mistaken and originally sakurai and the entire team from sora i think it's sora limited uh those were not the studios that had been brought on to work on smash ultimate they actually didn't wind up getting back sakurai and sora limited until a little bit later into the actual uh development process Mm -hmm. 
Which is a really interesting thing to think about because, A, when Sakurai came back on, he's such a natural beast at Smash that development speed took off and everyone is like, wow, it really did pick up the pace of development. Uh, but it also means that it's going to have, it, that it does have a lot more similarities with Smash 4, except that Sakurai very notably wanted, it was his idea that they bring back Every, every character fighter. from every Smash game ever. And it's like, Sakura, you mad man! There's so much! Down. What's funny is that from Smash 4 especially, you know, there was a ton of content that mm-hmm. they had for that game. And the running meme was that Sakurai was just like killing himself trying to put as much into a game as possible. So the fact that they came back and did that times a thousand is like, Sakurai... Begging you, bro. I want you to live a long and happy life. Slow down. We don't want this to be the last. We don't want this to be the last game of his life. He's going to die, Jared. (laughs) So part of me is like, slow down, Sakurai. It's not necessary. But the other part of it is just that. Obviously, to know that the team is made up of people that are both, you know, new or not necessarily uh, old pros at Smash and old pros at Smash development, I think makes for a really interesting time. Uh, I would like to have maybe some sort of documentary about what went on behind the scenes. Like when Sakurai came in, did he like kick in the double doors of Nintendo (laughs) Japan or whatever? And he was like, sup, bitches. Oh, it's Bandai Namco, by the way. So it's Bandai Namco is the publish producer whatever anyways it's they ban- had involvement it's, it's bandai namco and Sora limited with soccer me masahiro sakurai as the director so there you go Boom. smash there it is smash ultimate Bam. so like we said 76 fighters are going to be coming out throughout this it was announced at the game awards that joker from persona 5 was going to be making it uh another That's really funny another uh <laughs> aside that ties into kind of funny they put out a video they do a a play-by-play commentary on this game wars as they like stream along with it and everything and when the announcement for joker tim gettys freaked out and like jumped and spilled like coffee and drinks all over uh andy's laptop and like oh, ruined it no. <laughs> he got, so he's like hyped but then going i'm so sorry andy is hilarious but anyway so joker from persona 5 is making you could almost say it. that that other guy never saw it coming Oh my god, sorry, you freaking suck. What's that one from? <laughs> That's like the Persona 5 theme. Oh, I don't is know the main Persona song is like all? you'll never see me come. I can't get that high, That's but a, that the, was a great callback. Yeah. I appreciate that. You I it's suck. a song deaf ears here. <laughs> but anyway. Uh so yeah, the Smash basically is comprised of all these different modes. There's the the normal Smash, you know, where you just get on and beat you can, them up, fight them up. Fight them. There's online, which is Typical Smash stuff, but you can play with your friends through online play. You do have to have the the Nintendo Switch online service. Wait, you mean that people want to play online with their friends? I know, right? It's kind of crazy. Gosh, it's almost like every game. Yeah. With online capabilities should have that feature, Mario Party. Oh, burn. (sighs) That's stupid. That's really... Nintendo, you clearly know how to do it, and it is ridiculous that you have chosen not to. (laughs) Anyways... I'm just it's, mad about it. I know, it. I know. It's a, it's a hard <laughs> thing for all of us to have to deal with, but okay. we'll get through. We'll get through. But anyway, so there's the online. Then there is the adventure mode, which is called World of Light. Adventure mode. I So I actually don't own Smash yet, but Jarrett does. We so played we it played it together, and he showed me the adventure mode, and it's got quite an interesting look it to does. it. It does. It's Fairly in depth, more than obviously. Like there, it also the game really quick before we circle back to World of Light. Uh, it does also have the classic mode of Smash, which was introduced in like Smash Super Smash Brothers sixty four, the original one, where you play through six rounds fighting different enemies of various types. There'll be like a special bonus level thrown in there, but then at the end you have a big boss battle and all that. Um, and so that mode is there as well if you want to continue doing that. But in, in World of Light is the more based adventure mode, which the backstory for that, which they released the, the story trailer for it. You can go watch that. Where basically this power, Galim, who has control over a whole bunch of master hands, basically obliterates the galaxy. Yeah. In this massive explosion of light. We were joking about how it's like Thanos. <laughs> it's kind of because it's like the Thanos snap and like all the fighters die. And, I, and it's like they're trying to run away. Link tries to put up a fight. and They all just get obliterated except for Kirby. Except Kirby. And so the Kirby classic Kirby takes on this world of apocalyptic nightmare and 
puppet fighters, as they're called in the game and everything, to go to try to free all the souls, basically, of all the fighters that were captured by Galim. But so the big part of this, though, is how this is where you will collect spirits in the game, which spirits are basically passive abilities. And there are different types of spirits, like ones for attack, throw, defense, and neutral. I think shield actually is the defense is the what the defense ones are actually called. And you'll unlock these spirits and these give passive abilities to your fighter. Now these do not carry over into normal smash no, modes. No, so we're just making it clear this is only for adventure mode. Right. This is not for like standard person-to-person combat. Right. And so basically you can put these in. Now, the one thing though I do need to figure out is if you can set up and I think you can in the online. I wonder if you can make – I should have checked this. But I wonder if you can make – because but this just came to me now. I wonder if you can make game modes where you can use spirits. Maybe. For online play and stuff like that. I don't know. That would be cool if you could. Maybe it is a setting. Yeah. I'll uh, check that. Man, that would be really hard to do. But, but I mean, it would have to be online because yeah, you'd, have to, you'd yeah. be playing against your friends who have right. their own spirits and all that of stuff. Of course. I see what you're saying. But then the, so the secondary ones that give you lots of different – passive abilities but then you have a primary and the primary spirit is the one that gives that is the either the attack throw shield or neutral and you level them up as you play through world of light by fighting other spirits freeing other spirits and then eventually you will have boss battles which are basically where you will unlock a fighter because galim is like i said holding the fighters captive and making puppet versions of them that the spirits control basically right and so as you unlock those you can then unlock those fighters for use in all the other modes and you're just going through to try to free them. And that's the basic summary of the adventure mode. And it's, I think it's really cool. I feel like, you know, I mean, it's a typical fighting game story mode in the sense that you advance from fight to fight to fight. And there's like this little bit of background story that keeps things all tied together and connected. Right. But I'm honestly surprised with how expansive the spirit system is and how it all works together into the game. And so it's a very interesting uh, asset to the game, but, you know, addition. That's what the word. I mean, I for. could be just missing it, but did previous Smash games have? I now to, I, I, I haven't played a Smash did. game really, or slash owned one because I didn't have a Nintendo system, and, and except um, Brawl or Melee. See, so I I'm way behind play, on Smash stuff, except for as I'm catching up. I don't think I played Brawl, but in Smash Four, maybe I just missed it. But I don't remember there being like a single player slash adventure. No, mode. I'm pretty sure this I is kind of, brand new for yeah, which is a really interesting idea. It really and is. I think it gives that you more to do. I do think that from a functional perspective, it's a good way to give uh, newcomers yes. to Smash games a really good contained way to practice. Mm-hmm. Because as Jared and I found out. As we were playing some of the adventure mode, it gets hard. We're Real really quick. bad. <laughs> we are not good. We are currently well, and because too, they're all uh, all the matches in adventure mode are one life. You only have one. Yeah, life. you you like it's basically just sudden death. Yeah, like you and you can do a rematch if you lose to the to the main to the fighters. But, man, but still, it is rough. Yeah. It is real rough stuff. We're, but, we're trying to... Who are we fighting? Dr. Mario, Wario, and some robot. Uh, and Rob, what's his name? R-O-B. Yeah, yeah, R.O.B. And so it was... We were, we were getting beat up pretty bad. You need to find the inkling girl. Mm-hmm. Or boy, I guess. Because uh, when we when Jared and I played each other, I found that I liked inkling the most. That's not... Oh, that's just because I love Spat, Splatoon. I think they're the most fun to play. It was, so it, they find had, that inkling lot of really so that fun, we can stop sucking. Yeah, a lot of fun uh, movesets and everything. And like a really great recovery jump and everything. But it like seemed like a really fun character. Bad at recovering. I am too. I I don't get it. Like I have no idea. Yeah, like I don't. My brain is like, how do I save myself from this? And like I'll try to jump, and I feel like I go like one foot in the air, and I'm like, cool, thanks, thanks, bro. And then I die. And it's like, gosh, (laughs) man, I wish I could figure this out. I know. Same. I actually, when I booted up and started playing it for the first time, I died. And just playing against the computer, I died like six, seven times in a row before I finally got a win. Lol, you suck. Oh, yeah, I was bad. And I'm so just I, kidding. I, I, I would have done worse. I, I guarantee you. I was like, oh, my Smash Ultimate career is off to an underwhelming start. Not good. <laughs> it was not great. going well. So that's with pretty much the adventure mode. And so as we play more into the, this, is, that's more of the area that is a first impression because we're st- I'm still so new into it because the game has barely been out for 48 hours, you know, like we were saying at the time of this recording. And so I'll play more. I circle back around to that a little bit more as I get into that or possibly whenever I do complete it and just give more of a wrap up there. But for the ultimate, the normal smash modes, it's what you expect to smash, which I think is great. They didn't try to change that up too much. They didn't try to do a lot of things different. They 
obviously did things different by having so many fighters that you can choose from and so many stages that you can play. Speaking of, did you see that, uh, you know, of course they brought Snake back, right? Yes. David Hayter is he's actually the, the one he's voiced. Like, awesome. real Snake is back to voice Snake again. And That's I'm like, hilarious. it's hysterical that they got real Snake for Smash, but they couldn't get him for, for the new Metal Phantom Gear. Pain. And it's like, oh, sick burn, bro. <laughs> Kojima, what you doing? I bet David Hayter was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really funny it, during the opening cinematic for world of light when all the characters are getting obliterated snake gets obliterated while hiding in a cardboard box hilarious <laughs> snake oh uh, so it's good times there you need to unlock snake so that we can beat him he's really funny but so the fun thing though that i do think about smash that keeps you entertained uh, while you're trying to unlock the fighters because obviously you only start with eight fighters and they're the normal roster the mario pikachu donkey kong Going blank on it, but the normal like initial <laughs> initial fighting set. as many characters set. as you can get. Yeah, that's all I got. Samus. Samus, thank you. And Did you already Link. say Pikachu? Link. Link, Pikachu. Jigglypuff? No, not Jigglypuff. Kirby. And, yeah, Kirby. And all that stuff. So you start out with the eight initial fighters, and then obviously, like I said, there are 76 fighters or will be total, and you have to unlock all of those. But it's not locked to a, you fight three times, and you win three times, here's a new fighter. Or you do a certain move or achieve a challenge, here's a fighter. It's a random event that just happens and a screen shows up that says a challenger appears and it's just the outline of the silhouette of the character you don't know who it is unless you're good at picking shoot at Jared silhouettes. mistook lucina it kind of princess looked like Peach. princess zelda zelda that's what i meant to it, say she you're, looked like princess zelda are a fool. i mean a lot of these like farther out the just games a lot of these characters that they come from i'm not familiar with lucina just because i didn't play is a classic a she's been in previous smash games b she's from fire emblem one of the most beloved series emblem. of nerds the world over well i'm apparently not on the same level of nerd no, you're not but anyway so this random event will happen where it says a new challenger appears and then you have to fight this again in a one stock one life only battle basically sudden death and if you win you unlock that character if not you either have to wait until that character reappears or you can go to this separate part of the game called character approach where you can battle again uh enemies who defeated you to maybe that's them. what we should do uh like go back and actually beat up those ones that we've already lost to because mm-hmm. it's like yeah you probably do need lucina out there yeah. she's pretty good probably so <laughs> probably but that's so. the thing though too the characters you unlock in normal smash don't carry over to world of light because that obviously would mess up the the story but characters you unlock in world of light do unlock in the other smash versions for example when we were playing earlier, we unlocked Sheik in World of Light, and now we can play Sheik in normal Smash modes. Sheik's hard. Yeah. I do not know how to play Sheik even a little. Those were some p- painful deaths. <laughs> because that And that's the worst thing about Smash is when you're trying to – like you all have the same – basic move set you have your up b which and is like a really impressive somehow. attack you have your normal you know pressing <laughs> a is your normal light attack and you combine that with directional cues also but still for some reason figuring out the best situation and when to oh, use the man. stuff is for every character is different because they all interact differently and then let's see one of my favorite things i oh i did unlock the big character that i like really wanted to unlock king k rule king cruel i was very excited king to unlock Crocodile. him i unlocked him last night and I'm trying to, trying to learn him because obviously, like in my head, I want to try out and play all the different characters. And I will obviously go back to my normal fall, my normal standard main character from Smash Brothers, Captain Falcon. But this one, because I have been getting back into Donkey Kong so much with Tropical Freeze, I want to play like all the Donkey Kong characters. Yeah, I gotcha. So I'm I've been maining DK just since I got the game, been playing him and getting decent with him. I know Diddy Kong, I can get him later, so I want to get him. But for now, I got King K. Rule, so I can play. And Donkey Kong and King K. Rule play fairly similar to each other. They have some similar moves. I but. don't remember what the name of the fighter is, but a very famous and very successful um, Smash like top tier tournament competitor mm-hmm. mains Diddy Kong. Yeah, and it's like a nightmare if you have to fight him. Really, just for, that forever. Good? Yeah, I, you know I what's him interesting? In a, in a spirit challenge once. I haven't it. yet heard everyone up in arms about Bayonetta. Which, oh, that nothing was yeah. announced? No, not that nothing was announced. Oh, no, I mean in Smash. Oh. So I don't know how familiar you are with the, the Smash discourse, but Bayonetta, when she got added in as DLC for Smash 4, mm-hmm. she kind of ruined the game. Really? Because she was so much better than everyone. Like, Bayo was 
legit OP. Mm-hmm. And just here in uh, Evo 2018, when it came down to the Smash 4, uh, you know, finals, the two people who made it to grand finals, they both went Bayo, and they both basically just held down B or whatever it is, because the Bayo meta is that whoever uh, basically presses off their B first, you're probably going to lose. Oh, damn. And like the entire audience was like, forget it, we're out of here, because it's lame. That like, is lame. it's really stupid. So I haven't yet heard um, similar grumblings about Bayo and Smash Ultimate. Maybe they fixed her question. I haven't mark? unlocked her yet, so I haven't got a chance yeah, to play. Yeah, I don't know. But all of I our imagine. fans who play Smash tell us about it. We don't know. Because I would imagine they fixed it. If it's that big of a problem, I would imagine they oh, would fix man. it. Oh, man. Like, Bayo really did kind of not necessarily ruin Smash 4, but she did not help it mm-hmm. at all. Like, Bayo and Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud, too. They really messed it up. Cloud yeah. messed stuff up, too. Well, Cloud was all right, but Bayonetta was just very much OP, and she she kind of put a... Put a stick in their wheel spokes if you I get see. my drift. I do. do people I say do. that anymore? Uh, Probably not. No, I haven't no. heard it that often. <laughs> 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 but no, so it's been really fun, and, and I and I love the randomness of unlocking characters. I love that it's not set to a specific achievement or a certain after a certain number of rounds. Yeah. And I like the fact that you can lose. And then I like that they give you the ability to go have a back door in to unlock these stuff yeah, me with too. the character approach. Because it could in if you were not a great player, it could take you a very long time to unlock all the fighters. Yeah. But I also, again, I like that because then that gives you much, much more replayability of the game because I enjoy the hell out of it so far. But I could also see how after a while just sitting and playing computer opponents, if that's what your your main thing is, that's going to get old after a while. You can obviously throw in a ton of players and make it really hectic. But, you know, if that's what you're going back for, if you're if you're not playing against actual people and going for the more competitiveness i i enjoy how much this adds the ability to like keep coming back and keep wanting to play because you'll see who you're gonna unlock next i really enjoy that um let's see of i'm trying to think of all the different things about it like i said i did play through the the normal classic mode it's what you would expect it's fun it has it has its place as again i just enjoy that they gave you so many different ways to be able to basically play the same game yeah and i have played Online also, I actually was playing with my cousin in California uh, and everything. He and I were playing. And it's it plays really well. It's kind of awkward to get into matchmaking with friends. You can't just go to like a list and choose, I want to play with this friend who's playing. You have to create an arena, restrict it oh. to your friends, and then your friends have to go into the online menus, go to join an arena, and then pick your arena to play. Well, that kind of sounds like how they did it for Mario Kart 8, remember? You do have if to you, create a room. Yeah, you basically have to create a room, and then right. you can just say just friends only. That's kind of par for the course for Nintendo. That is just they're, standard for Nintendo. There are very similar mechanics. Uh, I think maybe Splatoon and Splatoon 2 had something like that, where you could create a room, set a password, of course, so that only your friends could join, because right. you would give them This the one you can set only to be friends, so it's only gotcha. visible friends. But yeah. I still wish. I, okay, so I guess that's just me not not knowing Nintendo's party system as well. But it it's it's annoying or not annoying, but more I mean, awkward I'm not because you're coming good. from PlayStation. I'm playing yeah. coming from PlayStation and Xbox, where you literally just have your list of friends. You click your friend that you yeah. want to play with and say uh, invite to party. And you're I, in. I strongly agree that PlayStation and really probably Xbox too. I think they both do online play in a more intuitive and flat out better way. It's been a more of a priority for yeah. them. Yeah, it has been. So I guess Nintendo just they have the ability. Mm-hmm. I know they do. They have the ability to make it better. I just wish they would. Yeah. I think they've just of their multiplayer stuff. I think they focused for the longest time more on the couch, you know. And I feel like a lot of co-op. the heart of Smash still lives in the couch oh, yeah. co-op scene. Like, like Bro Mogan sent me a snap of when uh, when Smash Ultimate came out, and like his entire living room was full of bros. Yeah, and they were just all playing just all Smash. And I was Smash. like, good for them. That looks fun. Nice, fun, nice. It is fun. It's. I mean, I've been having a lot of fun with it, but still, it. I've played it now. Uh, I played it with you and Couch Cop. I played it with Couch Co-op. I played it with my buddy Michael last night too, and Couch. And it's that's still just the best way to play. But for playing online, it that's fun too because it does add. Uh, and it, but it is nice to in, in easy in the online to stay in matches even with randoms. It gives you the option to rematch after every battle, and you know if you're having a good group, you just all hit rematch and you keep playing and playing. I found I was playing against a guy the other day who was King K. Rule and he was good as King K. Rule. 
Kinky rules weird. Yeah. Like why he keep flying? Why he floating up there? He's got like the, Where uh, he the going? helicopter thing, <laughs> and he just can, I've 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 fallen so far down. I'm like, oh, I'm for sure dead. And hold B, and I still make it all the way back it's up. Like, and I'm like, all right, cool. Sucks. All right. And then just to kind of wrap up all of our Smash talk, it is worth noting that in terms of reception, Smash Ultimate has really, really good, good reviews, reviews. Uh, and a lot of people have said that it's the best Smash to date, which I think is. You know, very subjective, of course. Right. But I mean, that's good news. That is good that's news. That's good news for the Smash franchise, and it's great news for Nintendo. That means more money for them. Yeah, I Didn't do tarnish hope that, the legacy at all. I, so now that I know that Joker's being added in his DLC, I do just really hope that they'll go like super broad with some weird other DLC characters. That's always what I think is one of the more fun things to mm-hmm. keep your eye on: is who's next? Right. <laughs> Who could they possibly add? Who's left? Who else? Will they actually add? Waluigi ever. Master so Chief! That would be hilarious be really and funny. awesome. But no, so there is the, and I did notice this when I was playing the other day, one of the item pickups, you know, obviously that's another big thing of Smash is throughout the match, drop, items will drop and you can use those to your advantage or to get an advantage or sometimes to your disadvantage if you use them incorrectly, which seems to be how I use them more often than not. Yeah. But there will be this one that will spawn like a side character to fight alongside you. One of those I did see Waluigi is one of those. So he made it. He made it, I guess, everybody. <laughs> uh, as far as things I don't like about Smash, really, at this point, it's still, I'm trying to get over the learning curve. So there's still the annoyance of there. I did have to finally mess and customize my controller to where I turn off jumping by pressing up on the left stick because that was messing up my moves all over the place. I want to hit the button to jump not a directional button. I would wind up wasting one of my double jumps. You're just like, such a console bro. It's just how I like to play. <laughs> if the game's not fitting right, that's how I like to play. And I'm going to change it. And so it, that made it a much better. I started being able to land combos more successfully. I'm still figuring out the best ways to get combos. Like I said, I've been doing it more with Donkey Kong because I've been playing through that. Um, the only really thing that can get annoying is sometimes I feel like the map, the stages do have a little bit too much dynamic stuff happening in them with either changing, rotating, moving. I think sometimes it's just, I don't mind it that that's a thing that happens. I would prefer that rather than just a stationary area, an arena, but sometimes it's just, it feels too much. Sometimes for us old folks, yeah. the chaos level is just a little Leave too Leave the chaos the level, the chaos to the kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but sometimes, because you're not only dealing with sometimes, you know, you can have like eight players, so you can have, you're not dealing with a lot of players moving around and all the actions that come from that and the animations and flashes and all that. Then you've got the map moving and then you also have, there are quite a few items that drop too. I mean, all of this is customizable though. Right. If you don't like a stage, you don't have to play exactly. it. If you don't like having the items on, you can turn them off just to get a so, better yeah so yeah. smash is very customizable with those types of settings right and you can even go and create rule sets for normal smash you know like how everybody normally chooses to play either with stock or time yeah and you can choose you can make and so you can create all these presets you can so basically just quick save select. a loadout which yeah. is really nice really that's nice. a good quality of life add-in and you can make it where it's a combination of stock and or time or all these different items there and you can choose in those lists too like items that are allowed and all that so you can really quickly and on the fly pick your favorite ways to play and i do think that is a really great thing i have never seen anyone ever i don't i literally don't think in my entire life i've never seen anyone play a game of smash with a timer on really i've never seen it i've played it in this yeah everybody prefers stock stock's way more fun to play it is like why would you like why? Yeah. I, I, the timer is for punks. I played a little bit of, of Ultimate with timer in this first thing, but it felt too... Because all you have to do is just knock the dude, the other person out once, and you can Maybe just Maybe that's how we clock. can actually win in adventure mode. Is yeah, the timer on? We can just... Oh, you don't set it in adventure mode. In damn a, it. I think in adventure mode, it always is just one life. Oh, for God's sake. So, more of the sudden I was death. thinking maybe we could just run away until we timed out the <laughs> CPU. Just jump all just over the place. Jump. Just fly, Kirby. Fly, K-Rule. <laughs> but no, so it's, a, it's, it's been so much fun. And really, not like I said, yeah, it's been hitting... Big review numbers, like 9.4, I think, from IGN, 9.4, 9.6. It's been getting lots of nines and stuff like that. It's doing very well. Obviously, I want to play it more before I give my official number for it, but I'm having so much fun with it. It's a excellent addition to my Switch library, and 
an excellent continuation of the Smash Legacy because Smash on the N64 was my jam. Right. Like that uh, played that more than Mario Kart growing up. Played that more than really Mario more than Mario Kart. Yeah, in Mario 64. I played that more than that. It was. It's probably the one that when my, me and my friends got together before we got like Xbox Halo and all that stuff. Like it was. It was Smash Brothers. That's fascinating to know. Yeah, I'm just learning more about you every day. See, that's why the greatness of the show has to keep going, so we can just keep un- uncovering more things about each other. I will say that having had very limited time with Smash, and considering my normal feelings towards Smash, I'm going to give it a nice, solid neutral. Nice. A, a solid, not, like, five? Not, <laughs> not, yeah, neither like nor dislike. Just I've, riding that fence. Until I am, I assume that when Bro Mogan and I both go back to our parents' house for Christmas this year, we'll probably play it a lot. Oh, yeah. Maybe my mind will change, but currently, just a nice, beige, middle gray neutral. Very nice, very nice. We, what we should do is, because I know we've been bad, we, and, and by bad, we've done it once, oh. of having like a, uh, of, of doing like a team chat game night, but we should do a team oh, chat like yeah. Smash tournament. We could probably get we a do lot that of people soon. in on that. Especially should, over the holidays when everybody's that. all like with fans, that'd be a lot. Right. We should do that. We should sit Don't worry, up. guys. I'll lose for everyone. We'll play. Don't worry, everybody. Well, it'll be a fun <laughs> Smash time. But that really, yeah, I don't really have much else to go on with it, really. Uh, it's an, been a incredibly fun uh, fun game to play and i'm will keep playing it for many 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 hours because i saw so many characters to unlock yeah it's for real <laughs> good luck to so you bro future, it's gonna be awesome but before we go we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight for this week which we are going to be doing a selection from super smash Bros. ultimate which really means that we can do any song from about any There's nintendo so game ever yeah <laughs> because i saw there are literally, literally like 800 tracks because i mean you have like songs from each arena and each map so we'll, what we're gonna actually do here then is i think i will just do the main like smash ultimate theme is what we'll have as the one for this one so really quick let me do a quick look on who the composer is apologize it's, should have pulled um, this up before hideki something i probably that that may not be right i think it is hideki sakamoto oh boom well done. yeah well i knew it was done. somebody with that name <laughs> so yeah so hideki sakamoto is the composer for super smash brothers ultimate and you will be hearing the main theme of that game for our soundtrack spotlight yes quick caveat yes he did compose the main theme but there are actually multiple composers oh, they, yeah for there smash. are multiple composers yes. but com- but for the composers, main composers, composers. <laughs> they remain composed <laughs> while yes, they compose uh, hideki is the main theme composer there we go so that is what our soundtrack spotlight is for today so enjoy that after the close of the episode which is now until next time i'm one of your hosts Jarrett wilson joined by rachel mogan peace out this has been an episode of team chat podcast Come back next week for a brand new episode on another fun and exciting gaming topic. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song.